Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. To the Confederacy, when those changes go into effect. I'm Melissa Howell. Frank Hamrahan will have a look at sports as Georgetown basketball kicks off Big East play with a loss. It's 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Mara Rubin in New York. The January 6th committee is considering asking the Justice Department to pursue at least three criminal charges against former President Trump. Our Scott McFarlane has the latest. Over the course of 10 hearings, the January 6th Select Committee methodically laid out the role former President Trump played in the Capitol attack. Monday, the panel, according to Politico, will urge the Justice Department to pursue at least three criminal charges against him. Insurrection, obstruction of an official proceeding, and conspiracy to defraud the United States government. Title 42 is ending next week. A federal appeals court on Friday denied an effort by several Republican-led states to continue a Trump-era public health order to expel migrants immediately at the border. The father of the accused Highland Park parade shooter is now facing charges himself. Our Jennifer Kuyper reports from Chicago. Robert Cremo Jr. is charged with seven felony counts of reckless conduct for sponsoring his then 19-year-old son's application for a gun license. His son is facing multiple charges in last summer's July 4th Highland Park, Illinois parade shooting that killed seven people and injured dozens more. Cremo Jr.'s attorney calls the charges baseless and unprecedented. Now that WNBA star Brittany Griner is back home with her family in Arizona, what's next? CBS Sports reporter Elizabeth Gonzalez tells us. Brittany Griner just got back to the United States, and understandably so, she seems ready to just find that sense of normalcy again and get back into that everyday sort of routine. But of course for her, that routine also involves basketball. And she made it very clear that she is ready to get back on the court. Authorities are investigating the discovery of a human heart in a salt pile at a Tennessee Department of Transportation facility. Humphreys County Sheriff Chris Davis. I've got 32 years in in law enforcement, and, and I do have to say this is probably one of the top five of the most bizarre things that I've ever seen. Lab tests confirm the heart belonged to an adult male. It's unclear how long it's been there. It's the last full weekend before the Christmas holiday to shop. A whole lot of people plan to shop today, one week before Christmas Eve. Catherine Cullen is with the National Retail Federation. NRF is expecting that 158.5 million consumers could head out to shop either in stores or online. For context, that's about 10 million more than we expected to shop on Super Saturday last year. And stragglers, you're not alone. 70% of those surveyed say their shopping plans include buying after December 25th. Matt Piper, CBS News. And Hanukkah starts Sunday night. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. It's 2.03 Saturday, December 17th, 2022. The high today, 41.
Good morning. I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. The top local stories we're following this hour. As more states adopt California's updated emission standards here in the DMV, they're still being reviewed in Maryland. What could that mean for the car you buy? WTOP's Annalisa Gale with that. Uh, those vehicle manufacturers don't have an incentive to sell those cars. They're going to have an incentive to sell those clean cars in the states that have adopted those standards. As Governor-elect Westmore prepares to take office, all eyes are on how he will tackle issues pertaining to the environment. There was a lack of movement on a regulation that would require new vehicles sold in Maryland to meet the same emission standards as those sold in California in Governor Hogan's final days. Changes in California this year called for tougher standards requiring car manufacturers to sell more zero-emission vehicles by 2035. A spokesperson for Governor Hogan's office says the rule is still going through an interagency review process and it is expected to come up for consideration in 2023. Annalisa Gale, WTOP News. Maryland Governor-elect Wes Moore says he has a sense of urgency about easing congestion on the Beltway in 270 in Montgomery County. But he also says his traffic release strategy will mark a big change from outgoing Republican Governor Larry Hogan. Five years ago, Hogan unveiled his plan to revamp the American Legion Bridge, plus add toll lanes to all of 270 and the Maryland side of the Beltway. That project will soon be in Moore's hands. Maryland Matters reports the governor-elect says he'll look at the project through the lens of equity and environmental protection. Longtime opponents of the project say the toll lanes would primarily benefit the wealthy and harm the environment. Hogan is accused of springing the project on Montgomery County with little consultation. Montgomery County school system leader, a leader, may have spent thousands on himself using county credit cards. WTOP's Kyle Cooper reports. Charles Ewald, the assistant director of the Department of Transportation for Montgomery County Public Schools, is on administrative leave. A just-released inspector general's report and a separate school system report accuses him of spending almost 7,000 taxpayer dollars on himself using a county credit card. Items include an almost $1,500 Home Depot gift card, as well as a car headrest pillow, a kayak car roof rack, and a NASCAR race fan intercom headset. The report also discovered $133,000 worth of purchases made outside county policy by others who work for the school transportation department. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. The school system says the alleged crimes were discovered through the significant cooperation of Montgomery County Police, which has discovered more than $800,000 It says the people accused of the crimes no longer work for the county schools. D.C. public school students start their winter break in a week, and kids won't be able to return to class January 3rd without first passing a COVID test. The D.C. school system will distribute test kits Tuesday through Thursday of next week. Kits will be sent home with kids, but families can also pick up one at any D.C. COVID center. Students will need to take the test on Monday, January 2nd, then upload their test results to a website. Coming up after traffic and weather, a survivor of the UVA student of the uh, UVA shooting rather speaks out. It's 207. As you go about your daily life, look closer. As you gather with family and friends, look closer. 
right in your community, there are youth who don't have the home, warmth, and healing you have. So, look closer. Every year across America, a staggering 4.2 million youth are homeless or trafficked. Covenant House is the national leader providing safe housing for youth 50 years strong. Tonight, 2,000 young people will sleep safely in a Covenant House bed. And tomorrow, they will wake up surrounded by love. Every youth who walks into Covenant House gets clean clothes, hot meals, medical care, and a safe place to sleep 24 hours a day, 7 days a week in sites across America to help them fulfill the great promise of their lives. So look closer at Covenant House and help us fight youth homelessness. To help or get help, go to covenanthouse.org. It's 208. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. Okay, Stephanie, we have a new issue and a pretty serious one on the Capitol Beltway on the Woodrow Wilson Bridge on the outer loop in the local lanes. It looks like we may be coming to a stop. Caller found the crash right after our last report on the Wilson Bridge in the local lanes, outer loop heading from Alexandria toward Oxen Hill, and it was a left lane to get by, and that may or may not be the case now as we get the first responders making the scene, and we may have traffic coming to a stop on the Wilson Bridge on the outer loop of the Capitol Beltway in the local lanes. The through lanes are okay if you are into or can get into the through lanes to make the transition from Mer- from Virginia into Maryland. Do that instead. Otherwise, hang on tight as we get this one sorted out on the Capitol Beltway on the Wilson Bridge, local lanes coming to a stop on the Wilson Bridge with the crash activity. The other issue... Two of them, actually, on the outer loop are going to be work zones uh, toward the other bridge. After the American Legion Bridge heading toward the Dulles Toll Road, the right, the left lane is getting by the work zone. And then after Route 7 heading toward I-66, still in some powerful delay, single left getting by the work, the ramp to I-66 shut down from the outer loop. Inner loop work after Arlington Boulevard heading toward I-66 should be down to a single left lane to get past that one. But the ramps there to I-66, they are open. Said 95 southbound, we had a track crash, uh, a very minor one, coming out of the Dale City truck seals with caution and alert over on the right side. Looking for a new car? The wait is over. Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from. Visit FitzMall.com. Transparency you can trust. I'm Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Tracking that weekend for you, Storm Team 4, watching the colder air making its way on in here. Your Saturday going for highs in the low to mid-40s. Going to see rather breezy conditions, so we're talking about a wind chill in the mid to upper 30s. So going to be a cold day, but Sunday's even colder. High temperatures only in the upper 30s to around 40 degrees, and the wind chill We'll be in the upper 20s most of the day for most of us, so remember to bundle up for sure. Monday, high of 41, less wind. Tuesday, high temperature of 44 under partly sunny skies. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. It is 37 degrees outside the WTOP studios, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 2:10. A UVA football player who survived the shooting at the school's campus last month is now opening up about that horrifying day. WTOP Stetson Miller reports. I looked down and 
Got a bullet hanging out of my stomach. UVA running back Mike Hollins is one of the students who was shot on a charter bus that had just returned back to the school's campus on November 13th. Speaking with the Pivot podcast, he is now sharing his story about surviving the deadly shooting. I just felt so hopeless in that moment. He says after the gunfire started, he had to push his way to the front of the bus to make it off. But he turned around when he realized his teammates weren't there. And that's when he saw the shooter coming off the bus. All I can do at that moment was pray. And I did feel him hit me in my back. Hollins went to the hospital and underwent surgery. Then two days later, found out that three of his teammates were killed in the shooting. But once I found out, man, it was... It was like a pain I never felt before. I cried. I cried hard. Stetson Miller, WTOP News. New this morning, Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin has just issued an executive order banning the use of certain Chinese-owned smartphone applications and websites on all state government devices and networks in the state. The order specifically bans TikTok and WeChat as part of a sweeping ban on all applications developed by ByteDance and Tencent Holdings. Both tech companies are based in China. All businesses that contract with the state government will also be prohibited from using the applications on state-owned devices or IT infrastructure. The FBI has loudly warned that TikTok allows the Chinese government to spy on you. Arlington students will have several days off for religious holidays next year, despite some parents saying kids have too many days without class. Kids will be out of school for Yom Kippur and Eid, among others. That comes as part of the new academic year's calendar approved by the school board just last night. Board member Christina Diaz-Torres says a policy is in the works to explain how the calendar gets made. In that policy, we will also be enshrining not only the holidays that we we intend to recognize, but also the process for adding or removing in the future. The first day of school in Arlington County is August 28th. And kids have been struggling to catch up with their learning since the pandemic began. And one idea has been changing the school's calendar to year-round. That change is a reality now in the town of Hopewell, Virginia, which is near Richmond. They made the change last year. Summer vacation was reduced to four weeks in June and July. That was, There are also three breaks or intercessions when students can opt in for additional classes each last two weeks. Coming up, we'll take a look at sports with Frank Hanrahan as Georgetown basketball kicks off Big East play with a loss. It's 2-14. Every two minutes, a woman in the U.S. is diagnosed with breast cancer. And in that split-second moment in time, her life changes forever. The toll of breast cancer is great. The need to support those who are battling the disease today is even greater. And that's why when others look away, Susan G. Komen leans in. We're fighting alongside patients because we know one moment can change a lifetime. Fighting breast cancer takes funding for research to discover the next new treatment, providing access to quality and affordable health care, and people willing to take action by raising funds and raising their voice to advocate for others. 
United by hope, we can end breast cancer. Join our fight. Save lives. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now to Frank Hanrahan. Georgetown basketball kicking off Big East play with a loss, giving up 102 points, falling to Xavier 102-89 at Capital One Arena. Now on Saturday, big matchup as number two Virginia facing off against number five Houston Saturday afternoon from Charlottesville. On Sunday night, Commanders taking on the Giants, both teams 7-5-1. and one. Of course, a couple weeks ago, it was a 2020 tie up in Jersey. What's going to be the mindset this week for the Commanders and wide receiver Terry McLaurin? Got to focus on the details. Honestly, I think there's a lot of opportunities to kind of get distracted in a in a big week game where a lot is riding on the game. For DC, notable players questionable include Chase Young, Benjamin St. Just, and Cam Sims. Russell Wilson, the quarterback at Denver, clearing the concussion protocol, but he will not play against Arizona on Sunday as the coach Nathaniel Hackett saying he's going to sit this one out. The Capitals in action on Saturday night hosting Toronto. Of course, everybody's watching the OV watch and his great chase for the all-time record with goals scored. He's at 800. He's one goal shy right now of tying Gordie Howe for second all-time in goals scored. Frank Hanran, WTOP Sports. It's 216. It appears Virginia isn't quite ready to give up on being the next home of the Washington Commanders. The Richmond Times-Dispatch reports that Governor Glenn Youngkin's proposed budget includes a half million dollars to assist with planning for a potential relocation from Maryland. And it says that any package of incentives shall be developed in the best interest of Virginia taxpayers. Recently, there's been little support for giving taxpayer money to owner Dan Snyder, who has been under multiple investigations related to alleged financial impropriety and alleged sexual misconduct. Earlier this year, Snyder said that he is exploring a potential sale of the team. Coming up after traffic and weather, the top stories that we're following for you this hour. The House Committee investigating January 6th may recommend criminal charges against former President Donald Trump on Monday. And there's there that uh, she's now that she's back at home in the U.S., WNBA star Brittany Griner is talking about her future. Will she head back to the hard court? Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. Traffic and weather on the 8s to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. Okay, Stephanie, we definitely have an issue on the Capitol Belly on the Woodrow-Wilson Bridge. All travel has been brought to a stop on the outer loop in the local links of the crash and the response. There's even a fire truck that is stuck in the backup. No one is able to get over or really to move one inch. It's very tightly bound right now, and all travel on the locals on in the local lanes, outer loop on the Wilson Bridge at a stop. Through lanes getting by without much delay, not even rubbernecking. And thank you for that. But the local lanes basically are um, tied up tight right now, and nothing is moving on the local lanes coming from Alexandria, heading toward uh, Oxen Hill. The rest of the Capitol Beltway, the outer loop work zone after the Legion Bridge, single left getting by. And then on the outer loop after Route 7, heading toward I-66, still single left to get by. There may have been crash activity here. Caller telling me that they had a car uh, back behind the cones in the construction zone, but the car just mangled 
six ways from Sunday, and that may be why we have had so many delays and did not hear about that one from Virginia State or from anyone at the front of the line. 95 southbound, our crash actually near the Dale City truck scales. It's actually before the Dale City truck scales, or right at that ramp. Uh, it's blocking a right lane now. Everything else on 95 is good. 66, your work zone near 28 Centerville, still getting by single right, but doing so without delay. In Maryland, 95, BW Parkway quiet, 50 across the Bay Bridge. It is two-way traffic on the eastbound span. District travel on the freeway and on the 295s without issue or delay. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist, Doug Kammerer. We've got a cold weekend in store after a high temperature on your Friday of 53. We'll drop into the 40s on your Saturday, low to mid-40s at that. And wind chills. Wind chills will be in the 30s all day with uh, rather breezy conditions. Same deal on Sunday. Cold and breezy and even colder, actually. Highs in the upper 30s to around 40, but wind chills only in the upper 20s for most of us on Sunday. Going to be a chilly day. On Monday, still cold, a high of 41 in the city. And then on Tuesday, mix of sun and clouds and a high of 44. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. 37 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials. Coming up on WTOP, the fine will be increasing substantially for people who place their firearms in their carry-on bags on airplanes. It's 2.20. When it comes to making plans, you are the best. What about those round trips that you plan in advance, which are perfect on your way there and perfect on your way back? Or those meetings with friends for which you make a group chat three months before so that nobody or anything is missing. Or your daughter's first birthday party. You planned it with such dedication that instead of the first, it felt like our quince's. The same way you plan each detail for those moments. Start planning to protect you and your loved ones from a natural disaster. Sign up for local weather and emergency alerts. Prepare an emergency kit and make a family communications plan. Protecting your family is the best plan you can make. Get started at ready.gov slash plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is WTOP News. It's 221. Air travel is picking up with the holidays around the corner and winter weather isn't making things easier for airlines. Fox Weather's Max Gordon has more from Denver International Airport. Denver International Airport is one of the busiest hubs in the entire country. And the security lines are already growing long as the holiday travel season kicks into high gear. But amid the rush, winter weather provides an extra challenge for airlines. According to the travel site Hopper, around 54 million passengers are expected to take to the skies out of U.S. airports between December 18th and January 3rd. That's a number that could exceed 2019 pre-pandemic levels. At Denver International Airport, Max Gordon, Fox Weather. The fine for having a firearm in your carry-on is going to be huge. The federal agency tasked with airport security says so far this year, officers have stopped a record number of guns going through airport security. The Transportation Security Administration says it's anticipating that by the end of the year, they will have nabbed about 6,600 weapons. In response, the agency says it's increasing the maximum civil penalty for firearms violations to almost $15,000. 
firearm possession laws vary by location, but they are never allowed in carry-on bags at any airport security checkpoint, even if a passenger has a concealed weapons permit. Passengers transporting firearms must do so in a locked case, in checked baggage, and they must also declare the firearm to the airline. I'm Lisa Dwyer. Amtrak is about to get a big upgrade. It's a new generation of trains that will be called Amtrak Arrow. They'll be ready in 2026. The trains will be more fuel efficient and run at speeds of up to 125 miles an hour. And inside, riders will enjoy a spacious interior, enhanced lighting and USB ports, and onboard Wi-Fi. There are also some other modernizing changes on the way. They include service expansions, station upgrades, and improved track capacity along the Northeast Corridor. Some GM self-driving vehicles are under the federal microscope. The self-driving Chevy Bolts have a tendency to stop a little too quickly and sometimes not start again if they can't figure out what's going wrong. Carnegie Mellon University professor Philip Koop says the government's role here is to make sure self-driving vehicles are deployed safely. You can't really get safely without some independent check and balance. GM is eager to expand its self-driving car service to other cities next year. Jeff Gilbert, CBS News, Detroit. Home invaders robbed a southwest D.C. home last night and fled with a puppy. It happened around 7 p.m. in the 100 block of Irvington Street, which is near the intersection with South Capitol Terrace. D.C. police say they forced their way in, brandished a handgun, assaulted one person, and took the dog and other items. The puppy is named Demo and is described as a five-week-old American bulldog. He's brown and gray with gray uh, eczema patches. You can see a surveillance photo of one suspect at WTOP.com. Money News at 25 and 55. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. After draining 180 million barrels of crude oil from the U.S. emergency oil reserves to bring gas prices down this year, the government will start putting some back. It plans to buy 3 million barrels of oil to be delivered next year. Recession fears in the face of rising interest rates kept investors on the defensive. Stocks fell for a third day and ended lower for the week. Dow Industrials dropped 282. The S&P fell 43. The Nasdaq lost 105. It's been a tough year for Wall Street and for many Wall Street banks. Goldman Sachs reportedly is preparing to eliminate up to 4,000 jobs with profits and revenue slumping. Adidas is scrambling to get Lionel Messi jerseys into stores as the Argentine soccer star leads his team into Sunday's World Cup finals. It'll likely be Messi's last chance to win a World Cup and put an exclamation point on a stellar career. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Coming up after traffic and weather, the January 6th committee meets Monday and, according to reports, will recommend criminal charges against former President Trump. It's 226. Hi, Melanie Funkhauser here from Fair Oaks. And during the Big Finish sales event, drive a new 23 hybrid Wrangler 4xe at our lowest price of the year. Plus, get a $7,500 tax credit at Fair Oaks Chrysler Jeep Dodge and Ram. Hurry, tax credit ends December 31st. Fair Oaks has the largest selection of Wrangler 4xe.